Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion Team. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the second season. It's episode 48. Cubs blow it with bad bunts. And in this segment, Crawley interviews the Spanish voice of the Cubs, Miguel Esparza, to discuss what it was like in England during that London series. Joining me now, live from Wrigley Field, El Voz de los Cachorros, Miguel Esparza. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I could I, I couldn't be better. You know, look at look at look at behind me. Let me move it a little bit so you can catch that scoreboard behind me over there. Doing good, Crawley. How are you? I'm doing great. I, I will That's tell you. Too. I will tell you. <laughs> I was a little bit jealous watching your Twitter, man. I'm looking at you, and, and you're over at London, and it looked like you were having the time of your life. And that's why I wanted to have you on. I I, I wasn't there. You had the firsthand experience. So it was um, – who was the one that sent you over to London to cover this uh, series? So it was uh, the radio station um, – so we, you know, it was a, it was in in conjunction with the Cubs as well, um, but I had my sponsors, which was amazing to have to to be able to get out there. Um, so it was it was it was a cool, just a little all together kind of thing. So it was good. Now I I saw you got to do a little sightseeing, uh, being the big music guy that you are. I saw you on Abbey Road. What right. else did you have a chance to kind of take a look at? You know, I uh, we walked around that Thursday uh, Thursday morning, man. I tell you, Crawley, every day that I was there, minimum, I walked five miles, and that was just, you know, that was enough for me. I won't walk, you know, for another month or two. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, the, I, I was able to go to Tower Bridge, which was beautiful. Like everything you see out there, uh, the London Tower itself where the crown jewels are now at. It's amazing to just see the history behind everything, obviously big Ben. Um, but yeah, Abbey road was big Abbey road. Just the fact that I knew that's where the Beatles walked and, and where they recorded their music. And so it's, you know, uh, like you said, I love music and, and it was good to, to get to do that. That was one 
there was two things that I wanted to do was, and one was Abbey Road and the other was go to this market and the market did not let me down whatsoever. It was amazing. Now, I, I know there was a lot of different activities there. Were you able to, when did you first get to the Olympic Stadium? Uh, Friday morning, Friday morning for the workout. That's where, where um, that's when I went there. Thursday, I was able to go to, go to Trafalgar Square, which was where they had the fan experience. Um, I was there on Thursday. It was pretty cool. They had, you know, the batting cages. They had a uh, pitching cage. Uh, they had they had tops out there doing everyone's uh, baseball card uh, with a bat and everything. So it was pretty cool. The people were enjoying it. They had, like, food trucks. Um, it was cool to see that home run derby video game. That was pretty cool. People were loving that. And obviously the Cubs won there. So we really went two, two out of three in London. Yeah, they should count that, right? So Trafalgar yeah. Square, you're there, and they have all the different – it's it's divided in half, right? Half Chicago, half St. Louis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, that – well, no, I don't think I, – I don't recall it being divided in half. I know what they did have at the stadium. That's where they had, like – they had different areas. So when you're walking around the stadium – you had one part was what's which was uh, Chicago food. Then you'd walk around and you get to St. Louis. So it was that's how they had that area divided. Okay, and so you get there on Friday. Did you have a chance to talk? I know you talked to a lot of the Latino players, whether it's Christopher Morel right. or other guys. Did you have a chance to talk to them about the experience at all? Yeah, they were loving it. I actually caught uh, who was it? it? Was Miguel Amaya, Javier Assad, and uh, Manny Rodriguez was out there as well. I caught them sightseeing. So we, I was, I looked up the corner of my eye. I was like, I know these guys. So, you know, chatted them up a little bit. They were loving it. They were, they had that opportunity that Friday to explore as well because they had that workout. And then afterwards, that's when they were able to go explore a little bit. Um, they also had uh, a boat tour that they took. They had a gala at Westminster Abbey. So it was, they, they had a ball, man. I'll tell you, everyone was, was loving it out there. The first one, on Friday that I saw that went to take it in was Jan Gomes. You know, he's Brazilian, loves soccer, walked around, and he was just looking at that stadium. And, you know, it's it must have been a special moment for him. That's West Ham Stadium that they play yeah, in, right? correct. Correct. Uh, Miguel, I only know that because I watched a lot of Ted Lasso, but but I, I was excited <laughs> to see that. But, but uh, uh, you know, when you think about it, I, I talked to Michael Ivory from UK Cub fans. You know Michael and Rachel very yeah. well. And yeah, yeah. Then, uh, you know, I, I, you got a chance to see them, right? I saw Rachel. Um, so it was cool to, to catch up with Rachel. I, I met a couple of people from Spain. It, it was it was just the experience in general was very cool to get to see all these Cubs fans out there. And and like I said, it was you had the, the people from Spain that were there and, and they were loving it as well. Like so it was it was a very nice experience to see. Now, you know, I, when I talked to Michael from UK Cub fans, he said, like, compared to the Boston-New York series they had, it seemed like they went much more all out for this series. I mean, when you were walking around the stadium, were there different kind of like signs and different kind of things to take pictures in front of? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they decked that stadium out. You had the video boards. You had um, – so the, the theme was old rivalry, new, new land or new – something along those lines. And, and so they would have like uh, different areas where you could stand in front of, they had, they were, they had these people dressed up in glass and you would take pictures with them. They had some people on stilts and they would, they, you could either do the, the Cardinals ones or the Cubs ones. So there was a lot of photo ops um, to, around the stadium for sure. It's a very, it was very interesting uh, getting to the stadium. 
you literally either had to get an Uber or go on train. There's no parking in that stadium. And then the Uber would drop you off, like, I don't know, like a mile away that you had to walk into the park. So it was it was interesting all around to get an Uber uh, to leave the stadium was another story. It was it was wild. Now, obviously, you know, they played two games. They played Saturday. They played Sunday. And Saturday, I mean, it just just the excitement and the opening of that and the fireworks and the first pitches and all that stuff. It, it, it seemed like that, especially from a Chicago standpoint with the Cubs winning that one, yeah. that the, the, the vibe, it, it seemed like it was, I mean, maybe I'm just being, you know. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Biased, but it seemed like there were more Cub fans and Cardinal fans. Was, yeah, was, was no, that no, in my I own agree. head, or was it pretty even? I, I agree. I, you know, there was there there was quite a few. Like you'd see a lot of Cardinals fans, but maybe I'm being biased. But I, I would hear I would hear and see the Cubs fans how they were into that game. Now, um, when the on Sunday. When the Cardinals won, it, you could hear it was pretty loud in there. The Cardinals fans were really loud, so they really wanted that game, obviously. Um, but I, you know, I saw, I saw, I want to say, and this is just me probably being biased, 60 40 at least, um, Cubs fans taking the lead. That's how I saw it. And, and, and my eyes was that's nobody's going to tell me what I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 you know, and, and hearing the fans on Saturday singing Go Cubs yeah. Go when it was all over, I mean, oh, yeah. that, that was just a viral moment, you know? It was, it was so cool, man. It, it was, it was one of those experiences. Uh, they also played uh, Sweet Caroline. That was cool. Everyone in that stadium was swinging, singing Sweet Caroline. But the Go Cubs Go. So towards the end of that um, that game on Saturday, the DJ started playing the Whoop There It Is every time a score uh, a run scored for the Cubs. And then uh, it was, I think it was in the ninth inning. There was another run came in eighth or ninth. And the run came in, and he played Go Cubs Go, and he took it right off. And he was like, oh, you know, it was cool because he, he caught it right away and was able to go into the whoop. There it is. So it was, it was, you had that really Wrigley experience out in London for sure. Now, Miguel, I know that, you know, you've gone viral numerous times for your Spanish calls, which are very enthusiastic. They're a lot of fun. And, 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 you know, I remember all sorts of great ones that you've done, whether it was Christopher Morel or Javi Baez, just a lot of fun. But one of them that went viral over that was, was a British announcing group. Uh, they were yeah. the way that they were very excited. Did you have a chance to talk to your British counterpart at all? I did not. I, I didn't, I didn't see them. Uh, I didn't know where they were. They were sitting. Um, I did talk to the Spanish broadcasters for the Cardinals um, they were out there, Benji Molina and Polo Asensio. They were real cool people. Um, so that's the only thing that I like about the Cardinals is their Spanish broadcast team. Well, that would be cool. You know, I mean, and, and if, for, for those of you that don't know, and, and I know Bukshiambi always mentions it at the beginning of the game, you press the SAP button on your remote. Right. And this is what our friend Danny Rocket does to practice his Spanish is listen yeah. to your broadcast. 
But that would definitely be cool to kind of have a little bit of a crossover if you went into their booth and vice versa. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. It was cool. They were they were sitting next to us. It was it was a cool experience to get to know other Spanish broadcasters. They've been doing it for a long time, and uh, and they're the nicest people that, that you could ever meet. So it was it was nice. One of the highlights. Uh, some of the players from West Ham gave Christopher Morel a jersey um, from from the team. So he was super excited about that. He was surprised about it. He's like, oh, this is for me. And also he, he posed with them for a picture. Um, so those were like those little moments that was on Friday. So it was very nice to see as well. Uh, you know, Miguel, I, I wish I could have gone. I couldn't, but my dream always is as MLB starts to expand further and further, you know, to try to grow the game, it would be a dream of mine to go see the Cubs play in a Latin American country, whether Mexico or the right. DR. I mean, you know, I know that's got to be somewhat in the back of your head as well. Oh, for sure. I would love to do it in Puerto Rico, obviously. My mom being from Puerto Rico, like that would be amazing just to go out and, and, and being able to broadcast out there. And, and that, you know, as I sat there in London, well, when I walked in, it was like that Friday, I was like, I walked in, saw the stadium and, and, and I thought to myself, is this real? And, and I, I was like, it, it is real, but really Saturday is when it's set in. And I was like, man, I'm broadcasting a game from London and not only a game, it's the Cubs, it's my team. So it was very special just being out there in general. Um, Zach Saban turned around and said, Miguel, are you nervous? I said, yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> we had them right in front of us. It was pretty cool as well. We had them in the front row. Like we were right, right behind uh, Pat and Ron and Zach. And he says, why are you nervous? I said, just, I'm not, it, it's the good nerves. You know, it's the kind of nerves that, that you have that excitement. You have that, just the, the, the atmosphere, everything about just that London series and the first game in particular. Yeah. And you, you know, you, we've had you on the podcast before and talked about how you got your start and everything like that. Could you just imagine as a child that one day you would be going across the pond to broadcast <laughs> you know, a Cubs game in England. I mean, it just, it has to be some like a pinch yourself moment. Right, right. No, absolutely. Well, and and forget about just the London part. Never did I imagine that I would broadcast a baseball game in itself and let alone for the Cubs and in London. So it was just, it was one of those special moments for me personally, just to think of where I came from and, and, and where I was able to go because of my voice and, and what I do. Right. And so, you know, obviously, you know, we would have loved the Cubs to sweep them out there. They didn't. But, uh, you know, hey, it from everyone that I talked to that's been there, they told me it was an experience that they will never, yeah. ever forget. Right. No, I'm there with them. It, it was one of those special moments. And, and yeah, you know, you had those first four runs in that first inning on Sunday and, and you felt good about it because of how that Saturday game went. And, and you were like, OK. They're continuing, you know, unfortunately you had a little mishaps here and there and, and that's it. But you know, Hey, they traveled that far. Let them take one too. <laughs> you're, you're always as generous. Miguel, tell our listeners where they can follow you on social media to hear your calls and, and see your, like I said, that's how I was watching you in London. It was through your social media. Thank you. Yeah. Miguel's voice on Twitter, Miguel Esparza radio, Instagram, and Facebook. And you can listen to the broadcast, like you mentioned, Crawley on Marquee Sports Network. Switch it over to SAP. You can catch it there. You can catch it on the MLB app and in uh, Chicago, 1200 AM. Miguel, thank you so much for jumping on. Like I said, I know you're at Wrigley. You. And, and do me a favor. Can we get a win here? Can we beat these Phillies? 
man, you know, that's what I'm hoping for. I, I The last thing I want is for them to get swept. So hopefully today we can do it. Hopefully Kyle Hendricks will rally the troops. All right, Miguel, you take care, buddy, and great talking to you. Same here. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.